Welcome to Jen and Juice. We are two sisters who grew up humbly in the trailer park and in Sunday school, where we weathered the storms of kitchen scissor bangs, purity culture, fundamentalism, culottes, flannel boards, and fellowship hall potlucks. We remain devout to Jesus as we continue to wrestle out our faith with fear and trembling. We hope to provide a safe space to have real, raw conversations about everything and nothing, this and that, the secular and the sacred, you know, the juxtaposition of all things life. We want to use what the Lord has given us. Snark, quick wit, hard-earned wisdom. We promise to show up wobbly on some days, strong on other days. We aim to be a refreshing palate cleanse in a world starving for hope and light. We're like therapy you can afford. Because we're free. So welcome to Gin and Juice. We're We're here here to help help a sister and brother out. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. We are into our book club wrap up. And we are here with Sisters on the Same Page, and we have a very special sister joining us. Lauren, you want to tell us about our our guest? Yes, this is little Collins. I wish you could all see her. Oh, the Um, cutest. She is so sweet. Yeah, we're six weeks this week, six weeks old, and life is good. We're adjusting and making... And you made it. I made it. Slowly, but surely. We were talking before we clicked play that uh, the difference between going from one to two it's it can it's, be challenging yeah and lindy forgot so yes <laughs> she said lindy has been, yeah she's been no help <laughs> so she's been no help lauren's like everybody lied to me and said it was yeah, easy yeah i mean and you know in some ways it is because it's like you you feel more confident with the baby and making decisions and you know what you're doing in that aspect but nobody prepares you for the chaos of two children yeah Especially a three-nager and... Um, <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. That's that's a whole nother... Non-stop. She's doing yes. good. She's yeah. doing it very well. Well, you well. look amazing. You do Thank look you. amazing. Thank and you. And the baby, These y'all. These are designer oh bags under my eyes. You <laughs> <laughs> rock them. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> no. Okay, so we are going to jump into our October book, which was The Neighbors by Hannah Mary McKinnon. Mm-hmm. All right, girls, where are we starting? <clears throat> Well, did y'all love it? Okay. What'd you think? The first thing, whenever I started listening to the guy's voice, because I listened on script, I was like, this guy sounds so intense about everything. Like, pass the show. <laughs> His accent was pretty. Um, I was like, dude, Staccato. you need to simmer down. Yeah. yeah. Everything was so intense. And it was like, my yeah. mother. Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't listen. I missed you out. Just, oh, okay. I, read. Oh, yeah. I almost went through. Went, went ahead and bought the book because yeah. his voice was so just intense the whole time. Yeah. And I was yes. like, oh my gosh, like my blood pressure's up, and I feel like something big's about to happen. And yeah. he's just talking about you know his outfit for the day. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. hilarious. Yeah. That's oh. so funny. For me, this was a slow burn coming off the heels of Twenty Eight Summers. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Twenty Eight Summers, every chapter was a new year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you get into that rhythm and in time progresses quickly. Yeah. And so and I've read a couple books since The Neighbors. So when I started The Neighbors, 
it felt so slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the book I read after felt so slow. And I think it's just because the rhythm of yeah. 28 Summers mm-hmm. was so fast mm-hmm. that I'm kind of coming down from that. Yes. yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, well, I feel like yeah. I have to do a detox every time I yeah. read Ellen Hildebrand. Yes. I really yeah. do. Yeah. You really have to find a groove of something different. Yeah. Yeah. Or just stay on her books. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I felt that way too. Yeah. It was, so that it was hard for me because I was like, you know, ready for something to happen. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was that slow And I feel like build. it was kind of, some parts were drug out. You know, you're yeah. like, come on. Like, are we? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, get get there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah. I could, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a lot of character development. Mm-hmm. You learned, mm-hmm. I think you got in the heads mm-hmm. of these characters. And yeah. she was really developing um, the complexity of each person yeah. and letting you get a glimpse of them yeah. holistically. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. that's going to build, I mean, that's a slow burn yeah. to explain someone's thought processes and personality. But I'm glad she did because yeah. it truly yeah. made it all mesh. Yes. Yeah. 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 I like seeing everybody's, especially the daughters, because yes. I like that hers were like the journal entries, you know? Yeah. yeah. That was cool. I did like that too. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to give us the synopsis of the book? After a night of fun back in 1992, Abby is responsible for a car crash that kills her beloved brother. It's a mistake she can never forgive, so she pushes away Liam, the man she loves most, knowing that he would eventually hate her for what she's done the same way she hates herself. Twenty years later, Abby's husband, Nate, is also living with a deep sense of guilt. He was the driver who first came upon the scene of Abby's accident, the man who pulled her to safety before the car erupted in flames, the man who could not save her brother in time. It's this guilt, this regret, that binds them together. They understand each other, or so Nate believes. In a strange twist of fate, Liam moves into the neighborhood with his own family, releasing a flood of memories that Abby has been trying to keep buried all these years. Abby and Liam, in a complicit agreement, pretend never to have met, yet cannot resist the pull of the past, nor the repercussions of the terrible secrets they've both been carrying. It was good. Yeah. Mm I mean, down to the last sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. And Lindy especially loved all the spice. I'll uh-huh. just add that. Yeah. Just reminding everybody, <laughs> yeah. I didn't read this book beforehand. Lauren, it was is that why you picked Lauren. it? That, that was it. it. That was it. No. Was I it? Had, yeah, that was, I forgot about that. That's <laughs> all right, though, you know? We, I had someone text and say, whoa, this book is not for me, but it is for me. <laughs> That is hilarious. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And what that means is it's not for Bible study, but it's for... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's for earbud yeah. listening. Yes. 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 listening. Oh, gosh. I know. I know. You that's never so know what you're going to get from us over right. here. I know. We love it. You know? Yeah. We love you keeping us on our toes. That's right. Yeah. We're good. Happy, you know? Yes. Yeah. I love it. All right. You want to do the first one? Yep. Let's go for it. All right. All right. What do you think was the most impactful event in Abby's life and how did it shape her in the short and long term? Oh, goodness. Definitely the the wreck, obviously. Mm -hmm. The car wreck, yeah. Because that is what she took with her through the whole book. Yeah. And I felt like pre-car wreck, she was actually like a great... She had a good head on her shoulders. She was strong. She yeah. knew what she wanted. Um, she was lovable. She was loving. Mm-hmm. And she, just, I think she enjoyed life. Yeah. And then post-wreck, it was just guilt, shame, um, avoidance, mm-hmm. all of those mm-hmm. things. And she wore those like a blanket, like a shield. Yeah. And so then she became a shell of herself. Yeah. So it just... It's like part of her died in that yeah. wreck, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what I thought too. Like Tom was the her brother who died in the wreck was just I don't know, kind of held a a piece of her personality that mm-hmm. went with him. Mm-hmm. It just it was gone after yeah. that. But I think it was her mom too. Yeah, oh, yes. who was sitting at the edge of her bed and. I can never forgive you. Yeah. You're a terrible per- person. I, I oh. can't even imagine. Yeah. Because if you kind of twist that around, if she was, we're going to make it through this, it's going to be okay. Her life might have taken a completely different turn. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know. We tend to pick books with mommy issues, and we don't have mommy issues. So <laughs> yes. that's very interesting. <laughs> so weird. That's, that's why, why I thought we agreed like with ease. Because yeah. we're like, oh, bless oh, your heart. Yeah, yeah right. exactly. That's true. Exactly. We do not identify. But too, like, even um, in the the pre-wreck memories that Abby had mm-hmm. of she and Tom, she, they would even joke like, oh, mom loves you, so you tell her this, or, yeah. you know, your mom's favorite. And so I was hoping kind of that that was just that sibling like, oh, no, your mom's favorite, my yeah. dad's favorite, and right. I'm da- you know, whatever, like, mm-hmm. you, you go tell her this. Yeah. But it was true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she could not stand her. I know. Yeah. She had such hatred for her. That yeah. makes me so, so sad. I could I never imagine. No. 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 I don't, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I am the favorite, but... Yeah. Uh, Obviously. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen the eye roll that Lauren just gave. We, we like to let Lindy pretend, but we all, we all know. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, goodness. All right, so Abby blamed herself for Tom's death and pushed Liam away to deny herself true love. Do you know anyone who has punished themselves in a similar way, and how has this affected them? That's a great question. That's deep. That know, is that's deep. That's really deep. We're going deep today. <laughs> I kind of feel like this is one of those things whenever you like, I have a, a an unspoken prayer request. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 For someone who's doing this. Yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. What are you saying? I think so. Like, just in my life, like if, if you've ever gone through a, like a depression mm-hmm. or you love somebody who's gone through a depression and sometimes they start feeling not worthy mm-hmm. of your love because they're not functioning at their normal capacity or they're unable to contribute to the mm-hmm. normal sea of life and so then they like the self-loathing happens mm-hmm. and so they push people away you know to to protect the people because yeah. they're like, I'm no good for you, right. you know, and I so I shouldn't be loved. That's right. I don't right. deserve I don't. your love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely. I mean, we've experienced that in our family, mm-hmm. with especially people who've gone through depression or addiction. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've definitely seen that play out, but um, never anything this quite this severe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like denying herself her true love. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't understand either her thought process that Liam was going to hold her to this accountability level for Tom's death and like never be able to forgive her. That was just her projecting her right, s- right. what she felt about herself onto Liam because mm-hmm. Liam was going to forgive, mm-hmm. you know, right? Like, yeah, and help her walk through it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I yeah. guess when your mom it sits on your bed, oh you know, the, the corner of yes. your hospital bed, and is mm-hmm. like basically die mm-hmm. you know you, yeah. you killed a part of me you know and i'll never forgive you kind of thing mm-hmm. why wouldn't you expect that from everybody else that's yeah. true that is so true especially yeah. if like that's the dynamic your whole life yeah you know? right because mm-hmm. that's not just one time and that's like a right. life-altering moment oh, you yeah. know oh, so yeah yeah okay what was behind Nate continually trying to fix his wife and restore her happiness? How do you think that impacted his decisions regarding himself and Sarah? 
And do you think he would have been happier with someone else? I actually liked Nate above everybody else. He yeah, was too. my favorite character. He Me seemed too. real. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he seemed genuine just genuine. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that he, I don't know if he felt like, kind of like her savior, because he saved her from the car wreck, pulled her away, whatever. Um, but also, like he owed her because he couldn't save Tom either. Mm-hmm. She couldn't save Tom. He couldn't save Tom. So they were both in that same boat. And so that just connected him. But I think also he just can maybe viewed her as frail. Mm-hmm. Like she always needed his saving. Yes. So I don't know that he would have been better with anybody else because I think that's his probably his natural yeah. mm-hmm. personality. Yeah. And I think he like, you know, he fell for her. Yeah. Like I think he genuinely loved yes. her. I agree. I do too. Versus like her on the other end. But yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Like well, I, I think she had love for him. Yeah. 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 And enjoyed being saved mm-hmm. with you know, it's like when you go off to college and you meet new people. They don't know your past. Yeah. They don't yeah. know right. who you are, the nerd you were in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. you can just be your own person. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I think that's kind of, yeah. she felt safe with that. Yeah, and I think she thought he would heal her yes. mm-hmm. in yeah. ways, you know, because he saved her. So she, she was thought, safe with him. And, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, I agree. I don't think he would have been better with anybody else. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think yeah. she felt safe with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. bottom line, mm-hmm. like there was a safety there, and but Tom definitely deserved better. I'm oh. not Tom, uh, Nate. <laughs> Nate, Nate yes. Tom did too, but uh, <laughs> yes. Nate definitely deserves to burn in the oh, car. That was uh, horrible. So terrible. Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so when Liam and Abby meet on the retreat, he tells her he still loves her and that they're married to the wrong people. But Abby says she owes Nate everything. Did that just did that situation justify Liam and Abby having an affair? No. No. I wish they wouldn't have had the affair. I know. Mm-hmm. I did not like that. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean I don't think anything justifies an affair, no, you know. See, and I'm like, okay, so you're the one who pushed him away mm-hmm. because of all of your issues. Yeah. And now you're gonna cheat on this wonderful, wonderful man. Yes. Who has yeah. been there and been loyal and just been I mean, literally rescued you. Yes. And who also loves you through all of your crap that you're still carrying with you. Yeah. Like, why would you do that with the same person that mm-hmm. you blatantly were yeah. like, I can't be with you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That was so selfish and just bad. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, re- I really, I mean, I did, I sort of, I kind of enjoyed disliking Abby throughout yeah. the whole story. Yes. I really yes. did. From the wreck forward, even with everything with the trauma with she and her mom, yeah. I'm like, you got to do your work mm-hmm. and you can't, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. make this everyone else's problem. And I just, I felt sorry for Nate. And even yeah. the Liam part of that, in yes. that part of the story, I yeah. felt sorry for him because, mm-hmm. you know, this was the love of his life and yeah. now she shut the door on him mm-hmm. and, I mean, talk about no closure. He just lost his best friend mm-hmm. and the love of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I I hated that they then they get back together at this retreat. I thought it was so grossly selfish. Yes. Like I, I was with you, yes. Jenny. I did yes. not understand yeah. her thought process. Yeah. Like, I agree. you pushed him away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you're the reason you're not together, too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you made him gonna, yeah. go get married to somebody else. So yeah. this is all on you, chick. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's kind of one of those things, too, that she... She's making her own bed, but she wants everybody else's to be their fault. Yeah. 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 You know, well, and they tried to justify it over and over, like, well, if we just say, like, we knew each other, we've known each other, like, it'll soften the blow. And I'm like, Mm-mm. no. Mm-mm. Like, yeah. you're still selfish and wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you, yeah. That, Not okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
No. Okay, so what do you think would have happened if Liam had immediately confessed he had been driving? Or if Nate had told Abby about his sperm test results? How do you think it would have affected the story? Oh, the twists. Yeah, I did not see that twist. I know. Yeah. The sperm and the Uh, driving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's really going at it. Yeah, here we go. I think it, it had he had Liam confessed that he was driving which I kind of wondered with all the she couldn't remember anything she couldn't remember doing this and she and never drove bruised at the hospital I knew it remember yeah. I told you yeah. Jenny read it and then I read it like a week later yeah. and I was like here's where I'm at and uh, I was like I think yeah. I think one of the twists is going to be Liam was driving yeah, yeah. I just I was well like, that one as soon as I said bruised face at the hospital yeah. I was like oh he was driving yeah like same, I just really same. feel like I didn't think that <laughs> Yeah. You did it? No. I just went along with this story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You were you were too shocked by, I the, guess. by the love scene. Yeah. You couldn't think yes. about else. That's yeah. exactly right. <laughs> but I think had he confessed that early, then they I think she would have hated him mm-hmm. and they still would have not been together. Yeah. But I think that it it would have been better for her. Because the um, Nate still saved her from that, yeah. yes, and yes. so then maybe their marriage could have been stronger yeah. because she would have been all in it versus still having her heart have it, you know, still into- entangled with his. Yeah, yeah yes. because Liam didn't wasn't just the driver; he took off and yes. left, left, them. left, yes. and then let her think the whole time it was mm-hmm. her. That's crap. He's yeah. a yes, crap man. Yes. Yes. yes, I know. And yeah. to live with that, I don't. Yeah. yeah, and the, but in the end, I'm like they're both so selfish. Yeah, oh, like, absolutely. Boy, were they like? And they both had like spouses that like loved them. Yeah, you know yes. that like know. wanted like that's yeah. Mm-hmm. So weird to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what about what if Nate had told Abby about his sperm test results? Which, if you don't remember, he's what sterile. He can't mm-hmm. have kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I feel like even if he would have told her that, and then she wound up pregnant, like say he told her. I don't remember if it happened before or after the retreat, but let's mm-hmm. say they, it was before. And she wound up pregnant. He probably would have loved her through that anyway. Oh, yeah. I know. You know, I like agree. he was just that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And then he had even mentioned, like, had if the if the results if the results at the end had come back any different mm-hmm. like he said I, I, you're still my daughter yeah like yeah. you're not going anywhere i'm not yeah. gonna love you any differently so i think you're right yeah. i think had he yeah. been infertile mm-hmm. that he would have still been like well the kid's yeah. mine and yep that's that that's it yeah mm-hmm. now Absolutely. her knowing it was liam's from the get-go i don't know what she would have done though because i think she probably would have left him yeah yeah i think I so do. too i do mm. i agree Okay, Camilla tells Abby, one in two marriages end in divorce because people pretend to be something they're not when they first meet. Do you know anyone to whom that has happened? Like, what did it, it do to them? Another mm. another personal deep question. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. As we all dial our marriage I counselors yes. right now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I've seen people completely appear to change yeah. like go from fun loving and docile to narcissistic yes. and mm-hmm. abusive sure mm-hmm. so i don't know if that's necessarily that they hide it or that they're different or that it just 
eventually surfaces again or resurfaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've definitely seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that too, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And I wonder too, like, you know how you just get like comfortable in a marriage and yeah. you kind of let your guards down, like the things you would never have done in front of them when you were dating, like yeah. you just do when you're married. Mm-hmm. I think some of that can be that too, like kind of the veil comes down, maybe mm-hmm. that you weren't really I don't know, like, the intent was it to deceive, but, mm-hmm. you know, you do put on a little pretense yeah. when you're dating. Oh, yeah. You oh, yeah. Know? And then... Best foot forward. Best yes. foot forward, mm-hmm. and then you get married. Yeah. <laughs> and that best foot joins the other one. That's right. Well, here's me. That's right. <laughs> Ta-da. Totally. Like magic. I love it. Okay, all the women in the story have deep-running emotional issues. What could they have done to help each other, and how... Could that have changed their outcomes? Did you think that the women... Oh, do you think women in general support each other enough? Yeah, I kind of feel like um, Hannah Mary McKinnon's portrayal of women... Yeah. I don't know if she has been scorned Mm -hmm. big time by other women, but like the mom, Abby, and Nancy, they're terrible people. Yes. And Nancy, like when she was talking about... uh, tricking Liam into marrying her mm-hmm. and getting pregnant and then oh, she got the ring and then all these things that she was trying to do to seduce Nate mm-hmm. to get her husband to notice her yeah. but then she was going to go ahead and go on with the affair yeah. if he would have said yes yeah. and then again the mom and all that so I just feel like She's had a rough run-in with women, or yeah. she can write a nasty one real well. I yeah, because I, so I would too. have trouble like writing all of that. I know yeah. different like yes. perspectives. I don't. I know. Yeah. I mean, just that's not you know. Yeah. My story, which is you know, praise Jesus, but yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think yeah. in general, women have we're all emotional women. Yeah, we're all emotional people. I yeah, have right. emotional but it's how you. <laughs> She does. My husband would agree. <laughs> Especially postpartum. Oh, well, gosh. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's how you handle it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm either going to act upon this or I'm not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not do it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. And I think in the story, I don't think Abby would have been open to Nancy confiding in her. Yeah. Like, not even if, like, their affair had never happened. Mm-hmm. I just don't think she was ever capable of being in true relationship. She wasn't even a good relationship with her own daughter. Yeah. Right. So I don't think she knew how to connect with really anybody no, but yeah. her brother. But I also yes. think it comes back down to the mom. The, Absolutely. If the mom would have spoken life into her, mm-hmm. it yeah. what a completely different yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. outcome, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, okay. How did you feel when Abby died? Did your feelings change when you found out she was not responsible for Tom's death? I fully expected the last twist to be that Nancy was driving the van. <laughs> yes, I did too. Yes, I did Interesting. too. Interesting. I did not think that. When she ran out to save Sarah, yeah. right from the car, and she got hit by the van at mm-hmm. the very end. That would have been a great twist. Yeah. I thought it was Nancy, or it was uh, Nate coming yes, home that's from oh. the train because say. he didn't have his phone. No, I was right. just going to say he just was running her over because he because like, <laughs> yeah. forget this. Forget you, lady. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And honestly, I did not feel better, like, or like, oh gosh, bless her heart. Because, yeah. You know, because I just felt like she was the. She was the villain in her yeah. own story, yes. always. Yes. Well, and then the way that the author wrote it was so like, okay, you know, the doctor comes out and says like, Nate, she yeah. didn't make it, like yeah. boom, yeah. and then she's dead. Dead. The person I felt for in that was Nate. Yes. yes. I did not at all. I was like, Abby, you've lived a terribly deceitful life. Yes. You wrecked your relationship with your husband, your yeah. daughter, with 
you know you wrecked another family you wrecked another family you know and like because your mom didn't like you Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that's no small thing but like do your work yeah Yeah. like get better get well and she just like layered lie on Mm -hmm. lie on lie in her life and so it's I, I just didn't mourn her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then I kind of thought too. So either Nate's driving the car. Nate's well, driving the car. But now that I think about it, Nate couldn't have been because her and Nate were discussing that the child wasn't theirs when the child heard them. Right. 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 So it couldn't. No, been Nate. I thought it was uh, Liam. Uh, I think it, it was, was Liam. Liam. Oh, it was yeah. Liam. Okay, it was Liam. Because, yeah. okay, it was Liam. because yeah. Nate mm-hmm. was confiding yes. into his to his boss and, yes. and all the things. And then, um, sorry, I'm talking quieter. <laughs> no, you're calling. The baby's going to wake up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm loud. Um, She's just chiming in. She agrees. That's right. <laughs> um, but then he gets on the train and realizes he forgets his phone. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. But then I thought, okay, so if he wasn't the one driving... Was he coming back to say, you know what, it's going to be okay. Yeah. We're right. going to make it through this. Because he yeah. seems to have that kind of heart. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I was just wondering. Well, at that point, Nate's not going to let Sarah go, his daughter. That's right. his daughter. Yeah. Right. And I do think that if he had gotten the real results mm-hmm. and found out that Sarah mm-hmm. was Liam's, I still think Nate would have been like, nope, you're mine. Yeah. You know? And, and I so, think he would have covered it up so Liam didn't know. I think so, you too. Know? Because at that point he was like, absolutely not. Yeah. Yes. And Liam coming back and acting like, well, if she's mine, like that's the last thing I have of Abby. Uh, uh, you don't deserve anything. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like, ugh. Ugh. gross. Yeah. Well, do you think Sarah can keep the secret about Nate's paternity? Yes. And what? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or how will her decision shape her as an adult? And do you think will that she will ever see Zach again? Well, my, one of my favorite like gut punches was, I slept with my brother. Oh, that took a complete <laughs> twist. I was like, whoa, and oh then, my gosh. And then her mom died right after that. So yeah. That just, yeah. Like, oh, she does have issues. She does. Oh, yeah. She will have issues yes. for the rest of her she life. Will. She will forever take that to her grave. Yeah. And yes. her dad was is really Nate. I mean, is really Liam. And because now she has the same guilt that her mother because now she feels like she killed her mother because yeah. she's the one who ran. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the mother went her whole life thinking she was the one who killed the brother. Yeah. yeah. And they're so all I'm holding like, these cycle. secrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like she slept with her brother. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> but I am, I am concerned. I mean, not like we're going to get to find out, but the way she said that Zach said, what was the line? It was like, he thinks that we have something special and we should see each other again. Yes, I agree. I agree. I know. I was like, oh. That's disturbing. And she said that after we found out the results. So yes. Like, yes. She already knew. He, yeah. That uh, was after the results. Like, you do have something special. It's called DNA. It's called, <laughs> yeah. It's called a different kind of attraction or not even yeah. attraction. Sweet That's not the word. Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hear banjos. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Uh, you got a purdy mouth. We're <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, flies on the wall, book club members. <laughs> but can you imagine oh, going your whole gosh. life like knowing like your your not real dad doesn't know that he's not really your dad and you're gonna keep that a secret for your whole life. Mm-hmm. And knowing your real dad is out there. Mm-hmm. And you're in love with your brother. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but I think because because her mom is the 
the nucleus of all mm-hmm. the, the the birth of all those lies. I think she was sad that her mom was dead, but not to the same level as if like her if Nate had died. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because like it, you know why we're in this situation because of mom. Yeah, yeah. And so there's probably a level of. Uh, you know, I'm going to miss you, but that relationship yeah. wasn't great. Abby mm-hmm. was right. not a great mom. It's almost like a dark cloud was lifted. lifted. Yeah, you know, I know. Like maybe she can get some therapy and mm-hmm. I know. turn out. Mm-hmm. It's not too I late, you know? I don't know. I, don't, <laughs> that's I mean, a lot. therapy could help. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. I know, but <laughs> I know. Shock therapy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's going to like, gonna need a lot more than just laying on the ira- couch talking. Yeah. That's exactly right. She yeah. is. Erase her brain. I'd be moving away from the, the <laughs> Erase <brother>. her brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about Goodness. that. Goodness. Yeah. That was just a whole. Yeah. That I wasn't really expecting anyone to die. I mean, that was really. Yeah, crazy. that was a shock. That was yeah. a shock. Yes. Yeah. When she got hit, I thought, okay, surely it'll just be like, oh, you know. Yeah. Maybe she'll come like I was kind of thinking like she'll wake up and be like, what? You know, I love my family so yes, much. Like yes. I can't believe, you know, please forgive me. I thought she was going to wake up and remember that Liam was driving the car. <gasps> oh, oh, that, that would have been like, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> yes. We need yeah. to have a talk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a trope that, um, like, whenever you get into kind of like book club circles, and they'll talk about a quick ending, mm-hmm. like yeah. in a book that's kind of been um, where the characters have been deeply developed, yeah. and then it kind of wraps up real quick. And like, maybe the author herself was just done with the story. Yeah. And I honestly, I felt that way a little yeah. bit here because I think there could have been she could have expounded yeah. like, oh yes. even if abby was gonna die what if she woke up yeah. remembered mm-hmm. and then confronted liam and then she has like a stroke and yeah. dies yes. because of but it would have been like, 500 yeah. more pages yeah she didn't know how to yeah, yeah. 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 it's like me telling a story yes. <laughs> me too you know forever and ever. <laughs> me too rabbit holes that's why we get along yeah. yes <laughs> no i agree yeah but because it, it was yeah. it was like oh she got hit okay she's dead okay here's the paternity results okay it's over because it was kind of like like i was like wait I know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wait, the ending? Like, yes. can we discuss the ending? Yes. Like, what? Uh-huh. I literally listened to the ending like a couple of times because yeah. I was like, wait, that was a what lot. What I missed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like ended it all real quick. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. All the loose ends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it did feel like she was wrapping that up with the bow yeah. real fast. Like she mm-hmm. had set with it and she was done. Yeah. 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 And we well, all. It was heavy. So she yeah, it had was to heavy. Take that off. Mm-hmm. That yes. Was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of issues. Those psychological thrillers. Gotta love them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just wild. Okay. Do you want to talk about the next book? Yeah. yeah. What you got for November? Oh, okay. So we're excited. going a whole different direction. <laughs> I'm so excited. Who's scared? I think y'all will love it. I cannot wait. The good news is I'm pretty positive there are no spicy scenes in this one. <gasps> okay. Unless it's at the end. I that, I don't think it could be happening. I don't. I, you'll understand I don't think whenever this one. So, uh, yeah, there you go. You don't okay. have to worry about it. Okay. <laughs> and we have both read this, and I think y'all will love it. I think everybody yes. will love okay. it. Yes. Okay. Okay. It is called The Tattooist of Oswich. Ooh. Okay. okay. And it is by Heather Morris. And now, when I tell you, it sounds like a like a weird history type book. It is not. It is, it is totally different than the genres that we've read, but it is so good. Okay. okay. So I also took a German, quick German YouTube lesson on how to pronounce <laughs> these names. Okay, good. So um, it, I it. probably am still pronouncing them wrong. Hey, but I, I just went to I Fredericksburg and yeah. now I'm fluent in German, so I'll help you. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Okay, because see, the first name is L A L E, so I thought Lale, right? Okay. No, no, it's Lolly. So 
Oh, oh here we go. A lollygag. Oh, yeah. Yes, and okay. I listen to the author herself say the names, so I know they are correct. Okay, yay. Now, yay. whether I pronounce them or not, I don't know. Here we go. Okay, in April 1942, Lolly Sokolov, a Slovakian Jew, is forcibly transported to the concentration camps at Auschwitz-Birkenau. Birkenau. Sure. Perfect. Yes. When his captors <laughs> discover that he speaks several languages, he is put to work as a tattoo wirer. Which is the German word for tattooist, okay? I don't know how to say that word. He is tasked with permanently marking his fellow prisoners. Imprisoned for over two and a half years, Lolly witnesses horrific atrocities and barbarism, but also incredible acts of bravery and compassion. Risking his own life, he uses his privileged position to exchange jewels and money from murdered Jews for food to keep his fellow prisoners alive. One day in July 1942, Lolly, prisoner 32407, comforts a trembling young woman waiting in line to have the number 34902 tattooed on her arm. Her name is Gita, and in that first encounter, Lolly vows to somehow survive the camp and marry her. A vivid, harrowing, and ultimately hopeful recreation of Lolly Sokolov's experiences as the man who tattooed the arms of thousands of prisoners with what would become one of the most potent symbols of the Holocaust. The tattooist of Auschwitz is also a testament to the endurance of love and humanity under the darkest possible conditions. Oh, Y'all will love it. This is one it's of my favorite so genres. genres to read. And it, it is, is like so good oh. and so gut-wrenching, but it is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I cannot wait. You will wait. smile and wait you will cry. And you will, I know. And it's so different than what we read, but I don't want people to be turned off by that because it is so good. And this is fiction, but uh-huh. that that part about the tattooing of the numbers, that's non I mean that's well, real. Actually, they did that. Now this Lolly Sokolov, she actually sat down with him and this <gasps> is like his she took like his story and like and then she added she mm-hmm. added you know? so like it's not not everything in it is real but you can go in there and um, i mean you have to add in for oh, a story for sure. yeah. but i mean after you read it go in and google the guy yeah. and yeah. It, you, it's amazing because it they have some pictures they have yeah all, all kinds of things so it's a really cool and there's a story sit down, the author oh talks goodness. about mm-hmm. it yeah so it's it's so good i oh mean you can go down a rabbit hole yeah. with that too but yeah, yeah. this author is phenomenal in this genre yeah too. we read another one i need to go back and find i'll find the name okay because we read another one and it was also like who's the author again um heather morris okay and heather. it is the tattooist of Auschwitz. and i looked okay amazon it's like paperback is eight dollars it's on kindle unlimited audible and script both had it like i could click on them i didn't awesome. see like you know what but i did see that it's silka's journey we've is, read is it silka's journey uh-huh. okay and Silka's Journey, the Three Sisters, um, and they're all like in that time period. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it! Because she, I think you read this one first, and yes. she was like, "You have to read this." And I was like, oh, "I don't read a history book," <laughs> you know. Like, I mean, I, 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 I am fascinated by like the Holocaust. Like, there's so much to, you yes. know. But I was like, no. And then I read it. I think I read it in like a day. Oh, like, wow. it's so, so good. good. Oh wow! You'll and, just fall in love with the characters. Mm-hmm. But Yay! Yeah. I'm yes. so excited. Oh, I cannot wait. Thank yeah. y'all for yes. this. This is yeah. going to be so fun, and it's going to be for for some of our um, members of book club. Maybe the first time that they've like ventured into this kind of genre. Yes. Yeah. So I love that y'all are historical fiction. Yes. 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 Well, and this is a genre that you know it is kind of scary. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you know you kind of don't know where to start because you don't want it to be too dark. Mm-hmm. But right. I think this one is. It's just a good start. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you have never done it, so yeah. Oh, thank y'all oh, so yeah. much. Yeah, thank, thank y'all. y'all. Yes, thank you.
That's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for sharing your time with us. You can follow us on Instagram at jenandjuice.ig and on Facebook at jenandjuice. And I'm Jenny. You can follow me on Instagram at jennyhill.ig. That's Jenny with the J and an I. And I'm Juice, a.k.a. Jessica. You can follow me on Instagram at jessicaphillips.ig. We can't wait to meet you here again next week as we continue these conversations where, as always, we're here to help a sister and brother out. Yo! Yeah!